0: Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment. Hi there, ladies and gents, and welcome to the podcast with me, your host, Frank Flagg. So we are going through our series of the five top questions from new investors or new clients. We started off with what does a deal look like? Within that, we looked at where you can find deals. The next episode... We looked at how to negotiate a deal. We talked about negotiating slowly and closing swiftly. And we also talked about securing it with an option agreement. So that was our first two questions. And today I'll be answering the third most frequently asked question. I'm too busy to invest, but I still want to. And this ironically is often coming from someone who has money to invest because typically they've got themselves busy with a job. So they are working 35, 45, 55 hours a week for someone else, but they recognize perhaps because of COVID, perhaps because they've been made redundant in the past, perhaps because their friends start investing, perhaps because they've started educating themselves, that they really, really want to get going with investing themselves and don't know how because they haven't got the time. Today's episode is going to be a bit shorter mainly because I'm full of cold you might be able to hear I'm a bit bunged up so it's going to be quite a short episode so that might be uh, a good thing for you if uh, if you're used to our normal 45 minute episodes. The first thing I say to a client who is struggling with time is that everyone gets the same amount of time. There's no hack to it, there's no cheat. We all get 24 drops a day and that metaphor 24 drops a day comes from an audiobook actually by Roger Hamilton he is the founder of Wealth Dynamics and the audiobook is Wink W-I-N-K and Grow Rich which is a play on the Napoleon Hill book Think and Grow Rich and if you haven't listened to Wink and Grow Rich I'd encourage you to do so it's a really really good fable really it's a fable it's a, an audio fable and it talks a lot about business the fundamentals of business and the fundamentals of time he talks in there about 24 drops a day through the eyes of a child and it teaches business to a young boy whose dad has no time whose dad is too busy working as a teacher I seem to remember but I might have that wrong it's been a while since I listened to it and his dad has got sick and tired and so he spends the day exploring this is his journey this is what he uh he discovers on uh, on the day so I can thoroughly recommend that book in terms of what you can do if you are busy the first thing is to recognize that you, you have just as much time as anyone else it's just that other people have chosen to invest that time more wisely so that's the first thing when looking at and people typically will look at in a week I don't have any spare time How can I possibly invest? And they get desperate. I see this a lot. People are desperate to invest. They're like, oh, I've got X amount in the bank. I need to do a deal. I'm desperate to do a deal. And they sometimes say those words, you know, inflation's 10%. My money's in the bank. It's shrinking. But here's the thing. It's never desperate enough to do a bad deal. It's never desperate enough to take a shortcut. And so really, really important to change the fundamentals first. Yeah. <laughs> my next question is how to educate yourself and I'll I'll cover that next episode because that's where people really take some shortcuts but it starts here with time scarcity and we've talked about scarcity and abundance in fact yesterday we had our monthly training day with the partners and we went through our vendor sales process so our vendor sales process is very very simple we do some marketing and they contact us we do a telephone fact find on the phone if they're interested do a help visit and if they accept our offer we sign them up and buy their house it's really that simple but yesterday we spent nearly two hours going through it we spent one hour and 50 minutes going through that sales process in detail in fact i have my notes just here and we covered this blew my mind actually we covered so many educational concepts in just that short sales process so how can you talk about something that short For an hour and fifty minutes, it's because we got down to the level of detail of do you take your shoes off when you go through their front door? If you do take your shoes off, how do you take them off? We have three different ways of taking your shoes off (laughs) whilst maintaining maximum rapport with the vendor. And we actually went through twenty three different educational concepts. We only have fifty four on the whole partnership. (laughs) so we went through over half of them uh, nearly half of them rather and one of them was abundance psychology so the first thing with abundance psychology is a to recognize that you have as much of everything as you need so you have as much time as you need as much money as you need and if you want more of anything that's fine you just have to invest it and it's exactly that with time if you're coming from an abundance mentality and if you're above the line if you're taking ownership and responsibility and you're accountable for your life it's very easy to carve out some time the first thing i'd recommend is actually doing a time log just writing write down what you do every 15 minutes for a week you can have it on a little spreadsheet and at the end of the week then pop that in a spreadsheet so i I would write it hard copy because you're probably not going to have your laptop with you you know every 15 minutes don't go a whole day and then try and remember fill it in at least every hour i think there are some apps available that will do this for you now actually and then at the end of the week sit down with your laptop and input it into a spreadsheet and do some analysis how many hours do you spend sleeping how many hours do you spend eating how many hours do you spend watching tv that'll be the big one watching tv will probably be much higher than you think how many hours do you spend doing other stuff um i'll tell you a big one playing golf Playing golf takes a lot of time if you play golf. And there's nothing wrong with it taking lots of time. Fishing, that takes a lot of time as well. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with these hobbies, but it's important that they give you enough enjoyment to warrant the time you invest in them. Uh, Cycling can take quite a long time as well, interestingly. Whereas I find running a lot more time efficient because I burn a lot more calories and I get tired a lot quicker running. Just me personally. Swimming is even faster for me. I can do a 20-minute swim and it can really feel like a good workout whereas a 20 minute run probably doesn't 40 minute run really feels like a good workout but more like a two hour cycle so for me those are all equal But of course, the cycle takes two hours. (laughs) Swimming doesn't take 20 minutes though, it's 20 minutes swimming, but I've got to drive to the pool, get changed, swim, get changed, drive home. So actually a 40 minute run is more time efficient for me than a 20 minute swim. And it's just being aware of those kind of things. Travelling will really eat into your time. I'll come back to that in a moment. And what else do you spend time doing? Now there will be loads of times when you're only doing one thing, but you could be Doing more things. So, this week, for example, I have taken my son to football twice. First time he trained for an hour, second time he trained for an hour and a half. In the first one, I did a 30 minute Zoom call. So, it was with a supplier of ours, and they wanted actually running a um, Facebook challenge, five day Facebook challenge, and they wanted to pick our brains about a load of information that they required before running that Facebook challenge. And the Zoom, my PA booked Zoom with my permission for while I was watching my son play football because I watch him play football twice a week generally and that is quite low value time for me it wouldn't be low value if I was playing football with him there's a local park actually where they do pick up games of football there's like nearly always a few kids that want to play football and so you can just turn up and have a really good blast for now now that is really valuable time but watching him train far far less valuable and a, an opportunity for me to uh, multitask for me to be doing something else productive whilst I there you have to be careful there is obviously background noise i was i was sat in the stand and so there is quite a lot of noise of the kids like playing and shouting and stuff so probably not I, I couldn't record a podcast then that probably wouldn't be the best quality sound the other time uh, where he played which was yesterday evening for an hour and a half I will often save up voice notes so I'll save ones up during the day and not interrupt my work and I will listen to them all and I will often walk around the pitch it's an astroturf pitch and I will often put a pair of trainers on and just walk because a really healthy thing to do for an hour and a half and And whilst I'm walking, I will listen to all the voice notes from the day. I will then respond to as many voice notes and leave as many voice notes as are required for my day. I find that a really good use of time because A, I can keep an eye on my son playing football. B, I'm getting in some gentle exercise, that's really healthy for me, I spend a lot of time quite sedentary. And three, I'm communicating with a lot of people which is really, really effective. Now, it's very easy to not spot those opportunities. Yesterday, for example, we have a lunch, 1 till 2. I booked a, or my PA booked uh, a meeting with a VAT specialist for one fifteen, And that meeting ran for, yeah, about the best part of 45 minutes because I really wanted to meet with him. I... have a four day week this week, and then I'm off for 10 days, Uh, it's half term, going skiing with my son, and so I wanted to meet with this fat guy so that we can implement the plan before I go. And so I did it my lunch break and you might think, well, yeah, but that's your lunch. You can't work during your lunch. Well, that's fine. If eating is something that's really important to you and you don't want to do anything else whilst you're eating, no problem at all. You prioritise that. But I prioritise having the VAT meeting. And, and if you think about it, that's an hour and a half walking and doing voice notes. It's a 30 odd Zoom meeting. It's a 45 minute VAT meeting. Before you know, that's half a day work really so i've saved myself half a day by just squeezing it into convenient times this morning i've got a call at 8am whilst i'm driving my son to school I wouldn't normally do that, it's an hour drive to drive my son to school, I wouldn't normally do a a call during that hour, but I am doing it this morning because I need to fit it in before I go away on holiday, and my son normally puts his headphones in, or often will put his headphones in and watch a bit of a movie on his phone um, while we're driving, so... Won't be that inconvenient, won't be that rude of me, and um, but I certainly wouldn't make a, a habit of doing that. And it's only a call with my PA, and it's probably only 15 20 minutes. I mentioned I'm going snowboarding next week, I'm actually going to Serbia snowboarding, never been so snowboarding in Serbia before. But I figured I could meet the team and do some team building. Michael's actually met my Serbian team before, I could go there, do some team building, and snowboard at the same time in fact it looks like some of the team are going to join me on the slopes for a day which would be great fun Michael get to meet some Serbian people we'll get to do some team building and I get to go snowboarding for three or four days which which was the plan I could have gone anywhere in Europe snowboarding by choosing where I went carefully now Michael's not an expert snowboarder he's, he's quite a basic snowboarder just building his skills up there's no disadvantage to going there it'll probably be a smaller resort might not be quite as flashy but the advantage of being able to meet with the team spend a bit of quality time with them is is massive it saves me another trip to, to Serbia later this year that usage of time is how I advise most of my clients to raise their game and create more time to do property investing and you might think yeah but none of that will help you invest in property Frank no that's true well is it true you have to do loads of meetings in property investing uh you have to do loads of learning the the opportunities by the way to learn are massive one partner actually recently told me that i think he says he did over an hour a day of learning that is unbelievable over an hour a day and unsurprisingly that partner's doing loads of deals and i now predict now that i know that about him that he will do lots and lots of more deals he will do a lot of deals moving forwards because his education is going through the roof really important to start to value your time really highly And if you do value your time, you'll start to make judgment calls. For example, is it worth you employing a PA? I work pretty hard still with the new companies that I'm launching at the moment, new businesses, my existing responsibilities. I probably work 40 hours a week. Having a PA who also works 40 odd hours a week, I get at least 50% more work done. At least, maybe even 200% of the work i would get done but probably not because it's not two of me probably 50 percent or 70 percent is is fair but here's the thing she's better at some of the stuff she does than me so she's quicker at it than i am she's more organized than i am and if i didn't have sophia my pa in serbia she's been with me two years now just had her second annual review actually If I didn't have her, I would have to work a lot harder. And I have done, actually, when I've been without a PA, I have had to work a lot harder. In fact, I can remember Rob Moore saying to me that he didn't have a PA for a a season. I can't remember how long it was, but the impression I got was that it was a few months. And he said it really impacted on him. Really impacted on his happiness. Really impacted on his work rate, etc. I think that step of getting your first team member is so important. Now, some of you listening to this might go, might be thinking, "Well, yeah, but I've got a nine till five job, Frank. I, I can't get a team member." But actually, you can. And if you're not sure how, have a read of the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. He talks about how you can start to use virtual PAS. You can use a virtual PA in the Philippines for $5 an hour and get into the habit of outsourcing stuff, get in the habit of them doing stuff for you. Sophia books travel for me. She arranges my diary. She reads my emails for me and responds to them. Very rarely I'll read an email, maybe once or twice a week, if she tells me to go and read a specific email. Um, so that's her dealing with probably 90 nine percent of my emails she'll respond to people for me she'll book appointments she will spot clashes and deal with them she'll send information to people like um, podcast interviews and zoom links etc she reviewed over 200 applicants for the three jobs we advertised last week yeah I was going to say last week we've got second interviews uh, today and tomorrow actually for three roles that we're recruiting it's very important to leverage yourself and you can leverage yourself very effectively without having a full-time team but having a full-time PA the sooner you can get to that the sooner you'll start playing at a higher level because that will cost you a chunk of money right Cost costs you a couple of grand maybe two and a half grand a month to have a full-time PA in the UK a lot less than that overseas but that commitment of having to pay someone else's salary every month it just makes you raise your game I can remember when I um, took on Heather actually Heather was um, I think my first PA first PA that worked entirely for me from memory and she worked for me for eight years really good partnership help me raise my game help me go from being a really well-paid self-employed person to a business owner and once you've got some leverage now you start thinking like a business now you start doing more deals now you that the, the increased ability to do work goes through the roof And you can really start if you combine it with being efficient. If you combine it with being effective with your time, a good custodian of your time, a good investor of your time. And this is it. People want to know how to invest money. Well, the trick is to teach yourself how to invest your time first because money comes and goes, but time, everyone gets the same amount and you get to invest it how you choose. And if you invest time wisely, then it will give you a financial return. And it really is as simple as that. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this shorter podcast episode from me, your host, Frank Flake. Until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment.